Hello and welcome into episode 41 of the FJ Pod. Gonna be a little solo dolo pod from Frank here. We're gonna be discussing some NBA. You know, as a James Harden fan, it is a sad, it's a sad day, it's a sad week. Uh, we're gonna talk about what what's gonna go on with Philly. Am I still even a James Harden fan at this point? Um, and then we're gonna be previewing uh, both conference finals matchups. Um, starting with the Eastern Conference, Miami and Boston, uh, and then we're going to be discussing the Lakers going up against uh, the Denver Nuggets as well, uh, and then we're going to close the show uh, with some thoughts on the PGA Championship, second major of the year. Uh, it's a great time for golf, so let's get right into it. Well, I'm lucky enough that uh, Jake was super busy. Uh, Jake, really busy guy, real busy guy. Um, so I, lucky enough where I can do this one by myself, don't have to get berated with, you know, questions, comments, get made fun of. Um, you know, Sunday afternoon, can't even be honest. It's a rough day for your guy. It's a rough day uh, watching Boston absolutely demolish Philadelphia. Uh, they won game seven, 112 to 88. Um, and the highlight of the whole game was the third quarter. They won the third quarter 33-10. to 10. I believe Philly had a stretch in there where they didn't score a single point for six minutes. And that's tough. Um, they should uh, Philadelphia should have never uh, lost game six, especially with how poor Tatum was for three and a half quarters. Um, they should have never lost that game. That was the one where you can hang your hat on. You win a series, you know, really not supposed to. Uh, you know, Jake and I would both agree, you know, Boston's better than Philadelphia. Um, and it really looked like, you know, after game four and specifically game five, you know, just absolutely smoking Boston. Um, a similar spot with last year with um, Milwaukee going up 3 uh, 2 against Boston. Uh, but that one you could kind of see it a little bit more. Jason Tatum had a great game six, and then you get back game seven at home. Uh, Giannis kind of ran out a little bit of gas. Uh, but this one felt a little different. It, it, I really kind of thought going into game six, uh, you know, Philadelphia was going to win the game. Uh, but after an awful fourth quarter um, scoring and couldn't stop Tatum in that game, uh, you know, I would have put my chances on Philadelphia winning game seven truly probably around 5%. I know they had already won in that building twice. But you add in the history of Doc Rivers blowing leads. Um, James Harden showing up in big games. Um, not the greatest resume. Um, and then you add in Joel Embiid. Again, you add in his resume. Not not great stuff from that trio. Um, and they already got rid of Doc Rivers. Uh, James Harden has a player option. Um, already been rumored even during the All-Star break that Woj put out that he wants to go back to Houston. So it'll be real interesting to see what happens there this offseason. Um, but that third quarter, man, that was like you threw in the towel. That was legit quitting. Um, you know, you get down 10, 12 points in, in, in this NBA, you know, you can really change that in about two minutes. Uh, but it went the complete opposite way for Philly. Um, that 10, 12-point lead turned into 30, and it was over. 
Um, so Boston moves on to the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, you know, as a James Harden fan specifically, um, where my rooting interests were really for this series. Um, fantastic game one. Vibes were great. Uh, game two and three, it's like, oops, um, not great. Game four, we're back on track. Um, game five, you know, kind of the whole team played great, but he, he didn't play bad in game five. Um, but the whole team was making shots, um, hustling defensively, so they smoke him in game five. And at that point, I'm hoping he just get you get one good Harden game, uh, get one more, and you probably win this series. Um, you don't get any at all. Um, lose game six. Look, he honestly looked timid. He looked scared in the end of game six. Um, in game seven, he just did honestly looked like he did not want to be out there. Um, he drive to the hoop every time, looking to pass. Um, rarely wanted to look for contact. Um, to finish over people at the rim, what he used to be so good at. And it was all passing to Maxi to Tucker specifically early on. Um, and it looked like more so on the Boston side, Philly had about an eight, nine point lead early in that second quarter. And it was just like, here we go again with Boston um, in this series, not hitting shots. Uh, it was just a huge, huge slugfest. And then the James Harden flagrant you know, kind of at that point was the turning point um, for Boston to get back into it, get a lead going into halftime as Tatum has 25 plus points at halftime. And there's that third quarter blew him out of the water. Tatum played fantastic. Um, he was playing so good. I was at this point, break Curry's sorry record already, uh, which he did. Um, so shout out Tatum for that one. Um, so they fire Doc Rivers to this morning. I record this uh, Tuesday afternoon fired Doc Rivers uh, earlier today. Kind of seemed like that was going to be the first domino to fall. Uh, was going to be Doc Rivers' exit. Just didn't seem like a huge Daryl Morey guy. Um, and now whether it ends up going nuclear, nuclear does Embiid really uh, request a trade? Um, after winning an MVP after that great ceremony, um, unlikely. Uh, but if Harden leaves, maybe they can get away with the sign-in trade potentially to get something back from Houston. Um, but really what value does he have? Uh, you know, he'd, he'd probably get an immediate extension from Houston. Uh, Houston has plenty of money. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what the move is for Philly, um, specifically for hard moving forward. Um, and as to my fandom, you know, I have accepted that he's just not really um, an amazing winner. He's not an, a winning player. For years, you could hide behind the shadow that you know, he lost to the Warriors. Um, who 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 beat the Warriors, really, um, when they were at full strength, uh, especially the Kevin Durant years. Um, no one beat them at full strength. Um, it took Kevin Durant going out um, and Steph Curry stinking up the joint again uh, when it matters the most uh, for Kawhi to beat them in 2019. Um, so you can hide behind that, that he didn't, beat them well who did beat them um, and then he moves over to Brooklyn uh, really they should have won the title uh, in, in 2021 um, but if if Kyrie didn't get hurt if this if there a lot of ifs around um, James Harden's career um, he should have at least one title at this point he should have either won um, in 2018 or in 2021 but 
that's just how it rolls sometimes. Charles Barkley, no titles. Stockton Malone, no titles. Um, and it looks like he's going to be on his way to be the Carl Malone of this generation. Um, a great, amazing player. He's going to easily, easily be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, probably the fourth best shooting guard of all time. I know he's transitioned into more of a point guard role um, later in his career. Um, multiple time scoring champ. Um, led the league in assists uh, per game, assists later this year. Um, great, great player, great, great talent. Uh, but when it comes to winning, it's just not it. It's just not it. He shrinks into big games. He's If you look at his raw playoff numbers, they're not bad. Um, he can still score, but um, when you when you kind of want to ma- manipulate the refs to a certain point uh, just to get points and calls, well, refs are going to swallow whistles as as these games go on, as deeper uh, the runs you get. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. It'll be very interesting to see what his offseason is, what his plan is, uh, just assuming he's going to opt out. Um, and we'll go from there. Miami, Boston. Let's get right into it. Currently, Boston is 5-1 to one to win this series. Um, they're going to have home court. Um, I wouldn't say it'd be a toss-up. Do they have the best player? I know Jimmy Butler didn't have the best series against the Knicks. Uh, but yeah, so he's been so clutch these past few playoff runs. Um, almost getting to the finals last year. Um, making the bubble finals. I think Jimmy Butler still is the best player in this series. Um, so I think he's going to, he can win them two games. You know, they're, they're the very random Miami heat. You'll have the Kyle Lowry game, uh, four steals, three blocks in two quarters. You'll have the max true six. Uh, he'll make six threes in one game. Um, but ultimately, I mean, this is going to, I mean, if Boston doesn't win this series, I mean, it would be shocking. I mean, I mean, catastrophic shock. Um, there's, there's no way they shouldn't win this series. Um, they have a way more talented team, uh, especially with no Tyler Hero. Um, and uh, Kevin Love has still never lost a, a playoff series in the Eastern Conference, so that's that's something to look out for. You know, the Kevin Love streak is real. Kevin Love could have could have helped the Cavs, could have helped the Cavs, but we're not going to bring that up right now. Um, the path to victory for Boston here, I mean, they're just going to make everyone else make shots besides Butler. I, I mean, they're going to be, I imagine they're going to, they have so many different options, bodies to throw at Butler. Um, and Butler's good enough to, he's still going to score. Um, he's still going to play make for other people. Um, and that might win him two games. Um, but ultimately, this is all Boston. This is all Boston. Um, so it'll be interesting to see they get back to the finals, in my opinion. Um, you know, going into the year, for, as the Boston side, you know, the whole Ime Odoku thing. Um, does coaching matter? The coaching does matter. That's what one big holdup was for me. That's why I didn't pick them. Um, to even make the conference finals coming into the year, my conference finals was Bucks Sixers. Shockingly, the Sixers were the were the one game away, um, and then the Bucks just fold in the first round. Uh, but Boston, you know, looks like they're going to be going back to uh, the NBA Finals again. Um, now, whether they win it, 
currently I, I think the Nuggets or Lakers. Um, yeah, I'll give my pick on that in a little bit. Um, well, ultimately, I think the Nuggets and Celtics, or excuse me, the, the winner of the Nuggets-Lakers series is going to win the NBA championship. Um, but it'll, it'll be interesting from the Boston perspective. They're going to have home court no matter who they play. Um, they obviously have home court this series, and they would have home court over Denver um, or Los Angeles as well. Um, so it looks like they're going to be going back to the NBA Finals. Um, but it's going to be an interesting series nonetheless because um, these teams have so much history. Um, this is the third time they're playing in the conference finals in four years. These teams know each other. And Eric Spolstra and Miami will have, I, I mean, they have the coaching advantage over everybody. Um, but specifically this matchup, Eric Spolstra somehow has never won coach of the year. I saw that set on Twitter. I almost fell over. How? Wait, what? He's, he's the best coach in the NBA. He's never won coach of the year. And Joe Missoula coaching in his first uh, conference finals. And the fact that Boston has slipped up here. They, I mean, the Hawks beat him twice. Um, they almost lost to the Sixers. Oh, I don't know if you said they almost lost, but they were down 3-2 uh, in that series. Um, so with the, with the coaching advantage, with Butler uh, being the best player in the series, I could see it being a rock fight. I, I honestly could see it going 7 um, if Tyler Hero is here, I'm, I wouldn't. I wouldn't pick. I wouldn't pick Miami really ever in this situation. Um, but ultimately, uh, it, it should be a fun series just because they do have so much history, um, and they're, they're kind of playing. You know, best two out of three here. Uh, and this is a the you know the the whole crowd of the um, the bubble is fake. Uh, bubble wasn't real basketball. Well, you have the same exact conference finals matchups. <laughs> So whether you think it was high quality basketball or not, for the fact that these teams with relatively, you know, the same core, the same um, stars on the team, proves that that was real basketball. That that was always real basketball. Uh, so that series starts on Wednesday. So that whole series will start tomorrow, and I will I'll pick Boston in six for the official pick, uh, and then going over to. The Western Conference, I've really tussled um, with this one. I, if I'm sitting here honestly thinking who who's going to win, I, I truly do not know. Currently, Denver is minus 165 to win the series. Uh, they're minus 230 to win game one tonight. Um, that tips off in probably about three hours from now from when I'm recording this. I honestly have no idea how this series is going to go. Um, but it has as as matching up um, potential series has gone the AD versus Jokic um, specific matchup. I've had my eyes on for uh, weeks now. Uh, really eyeball on this one. Anthony Davis. I mean, he's proven. I mean, defensive player of the year awards don't mean a whole lot. They never really meant a whole lot. I mean, you had freaking Marcus Smart win it last year, I and mean, he's not even the best defensive guard in the NBA. I mean. Unreal. Um, yeah, Jaron Jackson went this year. Uh, I don't know who in their right mind if you're, sp- you're going to start a team like, and you can only pick one defensive player uh, or or one best attribute was defense. I think Anthony Davis is going to get picked. Um, you know, majority of the time there's going to be a Giannis crowd, but what he did against Memphis, 
Granted, they didn't have a huge front line, and neither did the Warriors. But it was a no-fly zone for for everybody. John Morant didn't really do well at the rim. Curry shied away from going to the hoop. Um, He has just completely shut down teams' offensive game plans by himself. Um, So so interested to see how this matchup goes with Jokic. Um, Jokic has had a, a fantastic, fantastic playoff run so far. Um, he's, in my opinion, the best player on the best team right now. Um, this could have been Denver the past two years, but um, they've got injuries. Uh, he was by him. He was pretty, literally by himself pretty much last year against the Warriors. Um, didn't have a lot of help then. Uh, he's finally got a full team now, uh, a, a team that complements each other. But I have ridden the Lakers this whole time. I picked them over Memphis. Um, I picked, Jake and I both picked the Lakers over the Warriors correctly in six. You're welcome. So for my Western Conference Finals pick, (sighs) the Los Angeles Lakers will win in seven games. Um, It's not an easy pick by any stretch of the imagination. No team has even won in Denver yet. Uh, but on the other side, no team has even won uh, in Los Angeles yet. Um, for the Lakers, um, Clip, uh, Clippers lost, but that's that doesn't count. Uh, the Lakers have yet to lose a home game. And I'm just so fascinated by this series. Uh, how's LeBron going to hold up uh, playing every other day? Uh, he's going to pick his, pick and choose his spots. But the combination of a healthy LeBron healthy-ish LeBron, his foot's still messed up, but a healthy AD, a healthy-ish LeBron, who, I mean, his closeout game against Warriors was, I mean, it was legendary stuff doing this in year 20. And they have, you know, a real, real core of role players um, that can all step up. I, w- I would say Austin Reeves is, Austin Reeves is an elevated uh, role player. He's, he's a really good starter for them. Um, and he's going to get paid. We'll see if they can keep him. Um, but you can have the D'Angelo Russell game. You can have the D'Angelo Russell quarter where he gets 18 points to, to start the game or or anything. Um, and that's the thing I do like about D'Lo. He, he does take some dumb, dumb shots. But he even when he is having a poor shooting game, he's still involved. Um, and the thing about him, he's going to get himself a look or he's going to get his, him a teammate a look. Like You just look at the Philly game. In game six and in game seven, they have the stretch in the uh, to end the game six. They it, they don't even get good looks. Um, the third quarter in game seven, um, it's just turnovers or awful looks. D'Angelo Russell is going to get you a good look at least um, if he has the ball in his hand. You're not going to have many six minutes six minute scoreless stretches with with him on the floor. Um, you could have the Austin Reeves game. You could have the Rui game. And and then I know Vanderbilt got kind of pushed to the side. Uh, game one, he played great defensively against Curry, but ultimately he was going to get played off the floor. Uh, so he didn't have a huge impact in that series outside of game one. Um, but I expect him to to go against Porter Jr. quite a bit, Aaron Gordon, um, maybe even Jamal Murray. Because um, the Lakers are going to have size um, to, to throw at people. And it is so hard to pick against Jokic. Um, kind of mad at myself ended up uh picking Embiid 
uh, Embiid was my MVP pick. It was my preseason pick. I had Embiid. I gave out before the season, um, and I had already abandoned my Super Bowl pick um, of the Chiefs before the season. So I, yeah, I just felt obligated. I had to stay with with Embiid, um, and obviously it is a regular season award. Um, Denver had the one seat locked up for you know it seemed like a month and a half. So you know Jokic and Denver just put on cruise control. But the way he just picked apart Phoenix, and it's not like Phoenix is a great defensive team by any stretch, um, but just, you know, out-dueling Durant and Booker in some games, going toe-to-toe with both of them at at the peak of their powers. Um, You know, like game fours, I know they end up losing game four, but, you know, just offensively, that game four of Phoenix-Denver was just fantastic, fantastic offensive basketball. So... It pains me to pick against Denver, um, but, you know, as of now, um, it looks like, in my opinion, we could get Lakers-Celtics, um, you know, saying this months ago, you know, there'd be no way, um, but the moves the Lakers made at the deadline, getting off of Russ, um, and it's not like they, in, in, you know, acquired a huge third star. It was just they got so many good complimentary complimentary pieces. Um, they're a deep team, um, and Darvinham has a real pulse of the team. Um, like the Lonnie Walker game, you know, are a lot of coaches going to put Lonnie Walker in that position? D'Lo was struggling. Um, you know, a lot of coaches, you know, would would stick with their guy, uh, D'Angelo Russell, but. Um, threw in Lonnie Walker and guess what that swung the series it could easily have been 2-2 going back to the Warriors could have been 3-2 Warriors um, if game five stayed the same Um, so it'll be really really interesting and I think game one is the key Um, the Lakers have won game one uh, in every series so far Um, beat Memphis and the Warriors in game one and I think they I think must it is must-win territory. They, I, I think mu- game one is must-win for them. Um, I think for game two they might play better. They might they're going to be a, adjusted to the altitude a little bit. Um, but getting off to a good start, you really, I mean, going down 2-0 in a series um, is really really tough. Um, you know, I've seen my team go down 2-0. Hell, I've seen them go down 3-1 before um, and win an NBA championship. But you'd like to get off to a good start. And and watching LeBron for, for how many years, especially in the playoffs, game one was always the feel-out game. He'll give you game one, make his adjustments, then he'd win two and three in a row um, and put the series away most of the time. Um, so, But I feel like game one's really important. Uh, if they were to win game one, if AD were to have a similar game uh, like he had against the Warriors in game one, you know, really put the pressure on Denver, especially if they get adjusted to the altitude. Um, but it would not shock me, um, you know, whether it would, it clearly wouldn't shock me if Denver won the series. Uh, you could tell me Denver in five, I, I truly wouldn't be shocked. Um, you know, but you have just a, a, a great, this basketball uh, series has just got so many great basketball minds. Uh, you have LeBron, uh, one of the best player, in my opinion, the best player ever. You have Jokic, one of, you know, one of the best offensive players ever. Um, I know a lot of people, probably the casual people, honest, it's not even your fault, their fault. You know, just haven't watched much Denver basketball. 
Um, best of the past couple of years, do you like who's the MVP? A six seed won the MVP, lost in the first round. Really, that's the, that's the MVP of the league. Um, but them now hosting the conference finals um, is really going to put them on the map um, for the casual viewer to really get a hold of Jokic's passing. Oh my God. Uh, for, forget position. He's one of the best passers um, in NBA history, uh, in history. So getting getting that against Anthony Davis and LeBron James, um, and you have your just great set of players that can have heat checks. Um, Jamal Murray can go off for 40. You could have a Michael Porter Jr., seven three-pointers. KCP could get you three threes uh, in, in a quarter. But the pick is Lakers in seven. Um, I'm just so excited to watch this series. Um, been amped up all day for it. Um, you know, I get up real early for work now. Normally, normally for the 10:30 games in the past couple of series, it'd be tough. It'd be tough for me to stay up. I would need. I would for sure need a nap after work, just to try to make it to halftime. Um, but I, I got I got real real adjusted well with that Lakers Warriors series. Um, I think I mean the only the only time I really missed it was I was so tired after um, I missed the Lonnie Walker fourth quarter. I like I could only make it to halftime, um, and then woke up like wow. Of course that's the one I miss. Um, but nonetheless, all these ones are now at eight thirty uh, for the Western Conference Finals. Uh, all eight thirty, so we'll be good to go over here. Um, Lakers in seven, Boston in six. Those are the picks. And then with Jake not being able to join us today, um, he did give me his picks to read off. Um, he is taking uh, a pair, both series going seven games. He's taking the Celtics over Heat in seven. Uh, and then great minds think alike, man. Lakers over Nuggets in seven. Um, so those will be Jake's picks, and hopefully we've been riding the Lakers. Um, so we'll see if it continues. Um, but we both have a Celtics-Lakers finals, so let's see if it happens. I did want to touch on one more NBA uh, storyline before I, I go into golf a little bit. With it being game one of the Western Conference Finals, it is also the NBA draft lottery. Um, as a Cavs fan, it's either um, you're fighting, you're competing for titles, or um, you're winning the lottery. Um, Cavs have won the lottery five times, the most ever. You know, no big deal. Come at us. We have won this thing five times. We don't have a we don't have any lottery balls tonight. There's no balls there tonight um, that say Cavaliers. Um, but with this specific <laughs> draft lottery, there is a, there's a pretty big name at the top of the list. Uh, the number one pick uh, is going to be Victor Wembanyama. Um, we've known this is going to be the number one pick for months now. Jake and I did, um, you know, a podcast months ago, a podcast segment. Uh, the, we we talked about the most fun potential Wembanyama teams, um, and it comes to fruition tonight. Who wins the lottery? Um, having witnessed um, winning this, you know, multiple times, um, there's there's been some debate. Um, 
with, with the Kyrie draft, it was Kyrie, Kyrie Irving or Derek Williams. Uh, looking back now, how funny that is. Um, you know, we won the Anthony Bennett one, but that draft was turned out to be the Giannis draft, who who went fifteenth. But you know, fourteen teams passed on Giannis, so you know Anthony Bennett was a pretty bad pick. Uh, but Victor Oladipo went high in that draft as well. That was just honestly a pretty bad draft overall. Um, but for the most part, you kind of know um, going in to the lottery, you know who the number one pick already is: the Zion draft. Um, Anthony Edwards, there, there was no real debate in that draft as well. Um, even last year, last year did have a, a pretty big, you know, it was one of three guys. Uh, it was either Chet Paolo or Jabari Smith. I was a Jabari guy personally. Um, but it really, this, the sea is cleared for Paolo um, leading up. Uh, the day or two before, it, it seemed like it was Chet all the way. Uh, so last year did have a bit of drama. Um, but this one, there's no drama. Um, and even if you finish second, there is a great uh, consolation prize with the name of Scoot Henderson, uh, who looks like he's going to be a fantastic basketball player as well in the NBA. Um, but going into this lottery, there are three teams that have a 14% chance um, at the number one overall pick. Uh, the Pistons, the Rockets, and the Spurs. And then you have Charlotte with uh, 12.5%. Portland 10.5%, and then 6, 7, Orlando 9%, uh, Indiana 7%. So, I mean, the prediction here is, uh, I was thinking about it, everyone thinks this is rigged. Um, Everyone thinks this is rigged, like, specifically with the Cavs. um, You know, everyone, Dan Gilbert wanted, you know, tampering charges on the Heat um, for talking to LeBron when he was still at Cav. Uh, and then those randomly got dropped, and then the Cavs win the lottery um, multiple times. You know, there's been stories like that, but I, there, I don't, I don't think this is rigged. Um, personally, I mean, it would be out by now. Would, would it not? Like, it would be out by now if this, if this was rigged. Um, from, from a storyline standpoint, anywhere but Charlotte on it. Like, truthfully, anywhere but Charlotte for Wembenyama. Um, you know, whether he goes, Portland moves up, that'd be awesome. Dame, um, you could talk me into freaking Detroit for crying out loud. Cade Cunningham comes back. Um, that'd be a, that'd be a fun duo to watch. Um, Houston would be fun. Um, Spurs would be pretty lame. That'd be another lame one. I, I'm, I'm anywhere but Spurs too. Shout out Malachi Branham, Cade Bates, Diop. Those are the guys. OH, IO. Um, but one team, there's really two teams that we've seen, um, that I have seen personally that I would like um, to to get Victor Wembenyama. Um, one team would be the Indiana Pacers. Um, uh, for realistic chances to move up, you know, I think I said months ago the most fun team in the lottery for me would be OKC, which is kind of self-explanatory, but they only have a 1.7% chance. Uh, avoiding the lottery. So it, it's obviously very, very unlikely. The Pacers, uh, nearly a 7% chance to win it. Uh, uh, if you know me, you know how much of a, a Halliburton guy I am. Um, just getting that, just getting Halliburton, Victor Wembenyama, um, would be in such such an awesome duo. Um, 
you got a good coach there in Carlisle. Um, you have Miles Turner who can show him the ropes. Buddy Heald, Benedict Matherin, shout out Bob. It's just a really good. I mean, if they get Wemby, if they get Wemby, they're a playing team at at worst, in my opinion, next year. Um, and then another one would be the Orlando Magic. They won the lottery last year uh, to to draft Paolo, but they've got really good wings. Um, Franz Wagner's been really good for them. Paolo's been a lot of fun. Um, and Markel Fultz, the resurgence of Markel Fultz um, is pretty is pretty funny that he outlasted Ben Simmons. It really is. Um, so those are, that's what I'm looking for. Um, you know, I've, I, as I've always said for years now, I mean, the worst spot you want to be in the NBA um, is being probably the seventh or eighth seed because, um, you know, Miami makes this take look bad now. But for the most part, um, and the Lakers, actually, the seventh seed Lakers, um, for the most part, the worst part you want to be is 7-8 seed losing the first round, and then you have awful lottery odds. Um, I, take a look bad this year with two teams making the conference finals as a 7-8 and eight seed. Uh, but those are veteran-led teams, you know. Yeah, it's a little bit, little bit of outliers. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see who wins this thing. And whatever team you root for... Um, if you're one of the teams that have, you know, a pretty good shot at this, I mean, get ready. Uh, buy the jersey. Uh, go to a couple extra games next year. Um, you know, celebrate tonight because you already know, you know, when Adam Silver reads that card off, you already know the name. You know the name right now. Um, so get excited and get ready for it. Um, NBA Draft Lottery has always been one of my one of my favorite things um, in the NBA. It's one of, one of the reasons it's my favorite sport. Um, professional sport college football still goaded but um that sport's getting ruined um i don't want to go on a college football tangent but 12 team playoff terrible 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 um but nba lottery um should be a lot of fun cannot wait for it and we'll see who lands wemby It is major number two of the year. Shout out Uncle Joe. Shout out huge fan of the podcast. Kaylee. Um, just had to get that one out of the way with talking golf. Um, it is uh, a great time for golf. Um, this year's been awesome. Um, you've had riveting storylines throughout the entire year um, with the PGA Tour. Uh, no one really cares about the Live Tour. Only time those guys even get really talked about um is when they come over and play the majors now um because their tour is irrelevant um it was streaming on cw on tv with a three-way tie um and cw decided um, to pull it and put on infomercials so that's all you have to say about that tour um but it is pga championship um last year's was awesome um it looked like mito Pereira was going another live snake Looked like he was on his way to win it. Um, all he had to do was not put it in the water on 18. Um, and he put it in the water on 18. Um, that led to a Justin Thomas and Will Willie Z, my guy Will Zalatoris, playoff uh, where Justin Thomas, uh, I believe the number he was down at one point on Sunday, seven strokes 
came all the way back to win his second major, second PGA championship. Um, so it's going to be interesting for this one. Um, you know, Rory specifically, I'm watching this one a lot through the eyes of Rory. Started off the year so good. Um, won the CJ Cup. Um, at one point, was the, he, he reclaimed number one in the world. Uh, he won the playoff last year. Um, the FedEx playoff won the tour championship. Um, so, but he stunk. I mean, he, he's been bad. He missed the, missed the cut, um, at the masters. He had a whole week of prep there. He, he, he got there a whole week early, played the course multiple times just to miss the cut. Um, he's clearly one of the best golfers in the world. No one's, no one's ever questioning that. Um, but where his psyche is, is going to be interesting. If he's floating around if he gets off to a rough start again it's going to be going to be weird um for Rory to see what what he can do here um he he needs the you know he needs the masters to complete the uh you know the grand slam he's already he's already won this event he's already won the PGA championship but he hasn't won a major in, in quite some time um so I'm really interested to see how Rory plays um so that's one thing I'm looking for. And another thing I'm, you know, you have to be looking for nowadays is, you know, is a live golfer going to win? Uh, it, it is, you know, it is eventuality that a live player will win a major. Uh, Brooks Koepka came somewhat close um, on at the Masters before John Rahm ended up pulling away. Um, but he faltered. Um, probably because he only plays three rounds now. He wasn't used to the, you know, the fourth round again. Um, I'm just getting jokes off at, at live golfers if, if you haven't caught on yet. But I, I, I will be interested to see. Um, Phil Mickelson, you know, famously, he won it and then proceeded to skip out on it last year uh, because of all of the live drama. But he is back this year. Um, so he technically never really lost it. Um, he, cause he never defended it. Um, but it's going to be interesting, um, to see cause he had a great masters as well. Um, he really, really vaulted up there during the weekend. Um, but my official pick to win the PGA championship, uh, in the year 2023, Max Homa, Homa, the homie is going to win his first major this year. That is the pick. Currently, uh, he's plus 4,000 to win the tournament. Um, Max Homa, one of my favorite golfers, um, but I will be very excited to watch this one. Uh, I'll have Sunday off of work. Um, I'll be off Saturday early as well. Um, so really going to try to lock in and watch as much of this tournament as I possibly can. Um, I work later in the day on Thursday so I'll probably wake up watch it on Thursday uh, catch the morning round Friday afternoon I'll be off probably going to be watching that as well um, just anytime you get a major weekend um, it's going to be it's a lot of fun um, it, and it, it's a great time to be a, a golf fan uh, it really is because there's so many so much great talent out there right now um, in both leagues um, but we know which one reigns reigns at the top. So we will 
see ya. I will see ya next week. Um, we might actually do a pod um, later this week as well um, if Jake and I's uh, schedules clear up. But wanted to make sure that you heard from one of us at least this week. Um, so thank you for all for tuning in to episode 41 of the FJ Pod. Um, go NBA playoffs. Victor Wembanyama. Who will he play for? We will find out uh, here soon. And Max Homa, go win the whole thing. Thank you.